Hi, I'm Bill Gates, Chair of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. One of the questions that we've been getting since the general election on November 8th is, did the printer problems on election day impact Republican-leaning areas more than Democratic-leaning areas? Well, as your supervisor, I want to make sure that everyone has the opportunity to cast their vote. And we've reviewed this issue, and we found that the 70 vote centers that were impacted by the printer issues were spread all across Maricopa County, and they did not impact one part of the valley more than the other. Thank you for your question on this issue, and look forward to more updates this weekend. Bill Gates, who I think he's put, he tweeted out that he's now in an undisclosed location. Hey, Bill, bro, Democrats, note to self, Democrats don't vote on game day. MAGA, Kerry Lake supporters vote on game day. Your analysis is once again how mindless you are, right? And if you think this crap is going to sit there and convince anybody, you got another thing coming, including Brnovich's attorney general sends a brutal, blistering letter on a Saturday night at like nine or 10 o'clock. And it's not because they're trying to bury it in the weekend because they were so outraged of your incompetence and malfeasance in this election, an election that I have said from the very morning you guys started to do it is impossible to certify. Caroline Wren is a senior advisor to Carrie Lake. Uh, this letter was a blistering letter and that's just one of Dozens of these letters are coming in with tens of thousands of now complaints. And this clown puts out something that's so obviously stupid because Democrats don't vote on Election Day. They vote before. Hey, guess what? When there were no problems. Isn't that interesting? There are no problems on any of this until the, the massive outpouring of support of Kerry Lake and Abe Hamaday and Blake Masters and Fincham and the entire ticket because our voters vote the traditional way. Caroline Wren. Oh, yeah, that video was ridiculous. I mean, please, like, uh, Carrie Lake supporters voted three to one in support of Carrie Lake on Election Day. And he's talking about the different areas. I mean, it's, he's, he's so tone deaf. It makes me want to set myself on fire every time I have to watch him put out some ridiculous video. But the the real bombshell, though, was this, was this early attorney general letter on Saturday night. I mean, it opened up an inquiry into Maricopa County's handling of the midterm elections. And they are demanding a full report of the now very well-publicized irregularities and warning that there is evidence of statutory violations. These are all things that we've been inquiring about. We know that they're true. And it really is a major escalation into this dispute of how our voters were treated on Election Day in the largest county in the state, which is, Mar in the state, which is Maricopa County. And we saw you know, tons and tons of ballot tabulators having issues because of printing problems. But what was fascinating about the letter to me was that, one, it was sent by the assistant attorney general, Jennifer Wright, and it was sent to Tom Liddy. If you remember Tom Liddy, he's the one that we showed y'all and put the someone had leaked out a video of his just disgusting handling and vulgar language of the way he treated Carrie Lake, you know, volunteers and attorneys in our war room. The letter went to him and it's demanding a full report on how this stuff was handled. And it's also saying that they have to get this in before the final canvas on November 28th. And so it's it's very it's a very big development. By the way, Tom Liddy's not to bury the Tom Liddy's testimony on that when you guys went to court for to expand for three hours because of the screw up. Liddy's testimony itself is going to be ex explosive when put contextualized later. Let me just cut right. to the chase. The attorney general says that you have now dozens of other people coming out, and all the other counties were disenfranchised. This thing cannot be not be certified. Impossible. Because the chain of command is Maricopa County, then Katie Hobbs. Wow, would she certify her own stolen election? Hmm. 
inquiring minds want to know. Then you got Brnovich, then you got Ducey. And right. Brnovich and Ducey understand that they both want political careers, so they got to be they got to be straight on this. They can't right. just rubber stamp K- Katie Hobbs. Your thoughts on that, Caroline Wren? Well, I think that's why I think this letter is a big deal. I mean, they're demanding these things; they're demanding them quickly. I don't think Maricopa is going to have the answers. I mean, they even like in the letter it says that these complaints go beyond pure speculation, but include firsthand witness accounts that raise concerns regarding Maricopa's lawful compliance with Arizona election law. And it also says, furthermore, that statements made by both Chairman Gates and Recorder Richer, along with information Maricopa County released through official modes of communication, appear to confirm potential statutory violations of Title 16. So if this is coming out from the Attorney General's office to Maricopa County, and the Attorney General is one who is in charge of certifying this, I think it's really going to raise some some big questions. There was another quote that really stood out to me in this was, um, it's about, I know, eight paragraphs down, but it said, alternatively, if the network administrator was able to make universal changes, please detail and how the printer configuration settings were corrected. I would like to know who the network administrator was of all of Maricopa County, where 62% of Arizonans live. That seems to be a very significant thing that is just laying out there to where these tabulators were allegedly not connected to any internet. So who was it that there was a, a network administrator who where they claimed that they tested all these machines on Monday and they worked fine, and all of a sudden 48% of them did not work on election day. Look, I just want to make sure people know that there is so much incredible work going on behind the scenes on many different levels. And, and to, to make sure, just don't think that, hey, because Kerry Lake's not coming out firing off the football every day, that things are passive. Nothing can be further from the truth. But I just want to give people a heads up over this holiday, because remember, we have the no days off policy here at the War Room. Over this holiday period, a lot of stuff is going to start exploding on this topic. Am I correct in that assumption, Caroline Wren? Oh, definitely, especially with this looming November 28th deadline for the canvas. So the canvas, the canvas, by the way, is the term of actual certification, right? So that that's the that the canvas is a term of art they use for what we refer to as a certification, correct? That's correct. So Maricopa County, they have to certify by November 28th and then send it up through the secretary of state, our opponent, the attorney general and the governor. And so that's why this this letter is very interesting because it's demanding all this information before November 28th, what you know could be happening here is that they're laying the grounds to not certify this. And what we're going to find this out. This is my point. I, I, uh, the, the level of detail and other detail that's coming from we'll, – we'll, I'm putting up on Getter all the time. It's coming, the level of detail, how they're going to certify this by over Thanksgiving, by, by next, what, Monday or Tuesday, is, uh, is, is going to be interesting, right, to say the least. Right. Also, I want to, I want to draw a, uh, an, an analogy here. Where you got this guy SBF right on the FTX scam, the Ukrainian money laundering to the Democratic Party scam of, the, of this crypto company, and people are saying, "Hey, it, he's putting out all these interviews and tweeting stuff and texting stuff, and he's damning himself for criminal charges." Um, Bill Gates has to understand every time he comes up with another BS spin lie. Right. Right. On these videos, he's not helping his case. Don't think we're not deconstructing every sentence you say. So I know you're hiding in a bunker somewhere. Hey, whatever. You know, if you got to hide in a bunker because you think there's some issues out there, fine. Hide in a bunker. But every time you come out of the bunker with another redonkulous video, don't then say we're sitting there going, man, that's amazing. I didn't really understand that until Bill Gates made it all uh, made it all, you know, so I could I could. So the simpletons could understand it. Caroline Wren. The amount of misinformation coming out of their office is really 
just ridiculous. And they're the ones who accuse us of misinformation. I mean, every single statement that Bill Gates gives conflicts what uh, Stephen Richard gives, conflicts what is in their manual. It's a conflicting account to what they told poll watchers that day. And so someone has to get to the bottom of this. And the attorney general really is the right person to look at this. That's why we, we weren't really expecting that yeah. that letter. We saw it when it came out with everyone and thought, wow, that but, it does need to be an independent inquiry. But, but, but this came because citizens were going to not just these different sites. They were also going to the attorney general. Attorney general is responding to the people. The people are bringing the evidence. I'm going to rest my case here. Caroline's got to bounce. I'm going to rest my case, Caroline, to say the best coverage of this, because you're not going to get the local, the hack Arizona media is the, wait for it, the Jeff Bezos, Amazon, Washington Post. The Washington Post is actually putting up stories. They're saying, hey, there's some big issues here that got to be addressed. They're actually probing. Am I correct in that, Caroline, that actually the Washington Post right now, New York York Times is running cover for Maricopa County. But the uh, the team over the Washington Post who have no love for Kerry Lake, right, and no love for Trump are actually doing an even-handed job. Oh, they are. It's been really surprising. They put out three or four very good stories. They were the ones who kind of broke the the story on Election Day about these the software being made in Japan and how it had probably been recalled or they weren't able to get. So they've been putting out several good stories. They clearly have some good investigative journalists on this. But that's a smart thing to do, because what people don't realize is that if they do not actually look into this, if the press doesn't do their job, if the attorney general's office doesn't look into this, then we are facing an existential crisis among Republican voters who are never going to trust our election systems again especially if they don't actually look and and say this is what happened and this is why. And we need to have answers to this. So I appreciate when any journalists look into it. And The Washington Post has had great coverage of this so far. You know, to conservative media and the RNC and the state GOP and everything, just a, you know, a note to self, when the attorney general's office in, in, in Arizona and The Washington Post are the tip of the spear in this thing, I think you've got to ask some questions. Where are you guys? Right. Where are you? This is this is an existential threat to the country because this thing is a disaster on a global stage. In fact, later in the afternoon, I'll play that video of all the media that came to see Kerry Lakes uh, on 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 election night. And they realized it's a sham. Um, By the way, people in Brazil are showing you what democracy is. There's tens of millions of people on the street. This is beyond the Bolsonaro's. They are sitting there going, we're not going to let an election be stolen. It's interesting that we look at Western Europe and the United States in India and Brazil have to teach us what democracy really is. When India and Brazil are the leaders and in, 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 in people and working and working, the working poor showing you what it is to make democracy work with Western Europe and the United States and this thing in Arizona is a humiliation, not simply to the Arizona, and it is, but to the entire United States. Caroline, how do people follow you on social media? Sure, it's at Caroline Wren, and it's on Getter, Truth Social, and Twitter. There's going to be a lot of stuff breaking every day here over the holiday period, including, I think, on Thanksgiving. So everybody's got to stay tuned, stay on the trigger in, uh, of all the breaking information in Arizona. Caroline, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Let's go to Kelly Chewbacca back in Alaska. So, Kelly, uh, this is what people don't understand. You led by 2%, and now we're going to get – I think this thing's going to be called. Or we're going to get The next information we're going to get is on Wednesday night, and it looks like there's some hinky stuff going on to deny you this victory. So walk, just walk the through. What, what actually is taking place now behind closed doors? Because people can't figure this thing out. They say, hey, election night, they look, you're up by 2%. And now we're, you know, it's three, four weeks later. And, you know, all of a sudden, like Kerry Lake, you're not going to get, you know, they're trying to snatch our vic- their defeat from the jaws of victory. What's going on? 
Yeah, you said that right. So they've been counting absentee votes and early votes and things are shifting. These happen in, during an election. We're still within reach. So what will happen now is we'll run the ranked choice scenario that Murkowski's campaign staff and allies put in place, the system that everyone knows she rigged in her favor. And the fourth and third place candidates will drop off and their second place votes. So candidates or voters got to rank candidates. Those will be tallied. The Republican will drop off. I'll get some of his second place votes. Then the Democrat will drop off. And that's where it'll get interesting because these are voters who voted for the Democrat first instead of Murkowski. And there's about 10% of the votes there. So it'll really come down to how many of those voters just bullet voted, Steve, said, we want this Democrat and we're so mad at Murkowski, we're not ranking her second. And that's where we really have the opportunity to win. But if a lot of those Democrats voted for Murkowski second, then she'll win the race. We're not done with this fight yet. I need help at kellyforak.com. We've got a lot of ballot counters and um, ballot observers that are making sure every fair vote and a, vote, a legitimate vote is being counted. We also don't know what lawsuits might be filed or if a recount is going to be asked for. And so we need the money to do that, too. So please help us stay in this fight at kellyforak.com. We really need your help. This is the most disgusting of all the things that McConnell did, and there's so many disgusting things he did. This may be the most disgusting of all, because this is just not acceptable that the the, the machine, the Murkowski machine, can steal this from the from the folks in Alaska. As important as Kelly Chewbacca's um, voice would be more than ever when you need real leadership in the Senate, right? When you need real leadership in the Senate. As Kelly, one more time. How do people go volunteer if they're so inclined to, to hit you with a contribution, a donation? Where do they yeah. go? Thanks, Steve. We need help at kelly4ak.com. Please help us with the ballot observing and any potential recounts or lawsuits, kelly4ak.com. But Steve, you said it right. Our whole purpose was running a, a thing that's of the people, by the people, for the people. Murkowski was kicked out of the Republican Party. She's always been defying the will of Alaskans, and she wasn't allowed to run as a Republican on this ballot. This should have been Chewbacca versus the Democrat. And she instead snuck on there and called herself a Republican and is trying to run away with this election. And she ran a campaign that was of Mitch McConnell by dark money for Lisa Murkowski. And if she ends up taking this one, she said it herself in her launch video, this election, lower 48 dark money is going to come up here and try and buy Alaska Senate seat. And they don't care about your future. And that's exactly what she's trying to do. And so we need your help staying in this fight, Kelly, for AK.com, because regardless whether we win this election or not, Steve, we're not done with this fight. It's always going to be about for the people and for Alaska. And I'm not done fighting. Kelly, thank you very much. Honored to have you on, and we'll make sure everybody in the posse gets on this today. Thank you. Thank outrageous. you, Steve. The, the voting thing is outrageous. Quad Review says that DHS plans to target, I'm quoting now, inaccurate information domestically on a wide array of subjects, including, quoting, the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic, the efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines, racial justice, U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, and the nature of U.S. support from for Ukraine. This is what you're devoting your agency's resources to. So I guess my first question is, is an American citizen who criticizes COVID mandates now to be treated as a domestic terrorist? Uh, you have three inaccuracies in the question you posed to me. Number one, border security is a priority of ours. Number two, the department does not censor speech. And number three, we did not 
publish a quadrennial review. Does it exist, the quadrennial review? I believe it is uh, being worked on. Well, it, it's been published in the media. Will you make it public? Uh, when it is final, it will be public. Here's my question then. If, if you're not censoring speech and if you're not treating Americans as domestic terrorists, then why is it that you're pressuring big tech to treat American citizens as if they're threats to the homeland? Why are you pressuring them to censor speech? Thank you for taking the time to meet today. Wanted to make sure you saw the steps we took just this past week to adjust policies and what we are removing with respect to misinformation. Are you familiar with that one? Just yes, no. just yes or no. Uh, no, because I'm the okay. secretary of DHS. Well, I'm asking you that because it's funny you say that. A federal judge has just found as a finding of fact, Mr. Secretary, that your office, and I'm going to quote now, is supervising the nerve center of federally directed censorship. We have example after example of this administration coordinated, apparently, according to a federal court, by your agency, pressuring, coercing social media companies to engage in censorship. Is that constitutional? That is unequivocally false. Is what the emails show? It is unequivocally false, Senator. You're not having any meetings with them whatsoever? Uh, we meet with um, the tech companies. How often? To address, to address the Homeland Security You're saying that, that no one in your office has ever met with, coordinated, or otherwise engaged in any contact with a social media company in which you spoke to them about vaccine mandates, about uh, COVID mask mandates, about the withdrawal from Afghanistan, about the with, about the current uh, U.S. involvement in Ukraine. None of that has ever happened. I, I don't know what you're referring to, Senator. I've cited a federal judge who says your department is engaged in supervising the nerve center of federally directed censorship. Here's my point. The federal government may not use private third parties to engage in activities that are unconstitutional. That's exactly what you and this administration are doing. You are leveraging private companies to carry out censorship on your behalf. It's dystopian, but worse than that, it's unconstitutional. It's also false. Okay, uh, I want to get in. Mike, Mike Davis, this kind of gets to the heart. That in the Axios piece, you've got big tech now, these tech oligarchs, that it, it's kind of merged with the administrative state to, to oppress and suppress, suppress the voice, but oppress the American people. This is the heart of your crusade, correct? Yeah, I mean, this is an, a clear blatant First Amendment violation for government actors to work with private actors to censor, silence, deplatform, cancel American citizens based upon their political viewpoints or the fact that they're questioning governments. Uh, the, the whole point of the scientific method is to question the science. That's the whole point. And so when you have the White House, you had Jen Psaki announcing from the White House podium that the Biden administration is working with big tech to to censor COVID misinformation, whatever the hell that means. They, they censored Rand Paul, a medical doctor and a senator, because he questioned Fauci and the science, the COVIDians, and he was censored. Uh, he was kicked off of YouTube. And so what I've been doing at the Internet Accountability Project, and I've been doing this as a lonely fight on the right for three years, is calling on, uh, calling on Republicans, calling on conservatives to, to band together with populist liberals and break up big tech. We need to break up big tech's gatekeeping power over information and commerce. If Google competed with YouTube instead of acquired YouTube, there is no chance that YouTube would have deplatformed Senator Rand Paul, a sitting senator. And if, when you have monopolists, when you have Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple, these trillion dollar monopolists, they get their antitrust amnesty. 
and Section 230 from uh, Section 230 immunity from the federal government, from Uncle Sam. And so it's very easy for the federal government, for the Biden regime to choke their necks and make them do their bidding. Uh, Mike, how do people get to you to find out more about your crusade against the oligarchs on big tech and all the other great work you do? Yeah, so it's the I have a website for the War Room Posse. It's the IAP.org, T-H-E-I-A-P.org slash war room. Go on there. It shows the bills, the bills that we need to get passed. And uh, we can get this done uh, with with uh, conservative all stars like Congressman Ken Buck from Colorado, my former boss, Senator Chuck Grassley from Iowa. We're going to get this done. I'm at MRDDMIA, at MRDDMIA on Getter, Twitter, Truth, uh, and it's uh, at Article 3 Project, at Article Number 3 Project on the same platforms, and then Article3Project.org, Article Number 3 Project.org. Thank you. Let's make sure we get the one he built for the war and posse up there so everybody can see it. Mike, thank you so much. By the way, the getter, your Getter feed is very informative. Your Twitter feed is runs a little hot. So I recommend everybody follow both because it, it, the Twitter is a unique experience, if I might say. Mike Davis. Mike, thank you so much for taking time away on Saturday to be with us. Thank you, Steve. There's a lot of unfinished work in uh, Arizona where uh, a, um, a woman named Carrie Lake came to the forefront over the last year, year and a half, two years as really a leader of this movement. Carolyn Wren uh, joins us uh, from, by the way, we'll get to the Trump clip in a second. We're also all over this special counsel. I don't think we've, uh, we're doing a lot of work on that. We're going to get to that in a, in a minute. Mike Davis is going to join us at the bottom of the hour to talk about that and other things about big tech being used on these elections and the suppression of information. Caroline Wren joins us, senior advisor to Kerry Lake. What is going on? What, what, we, we, we know you guys are working behind the scenes. Uh, Carrie Lake has already said she's going to contest this. She's bringing up information. What, what is the timing and what, what's the kind of the arc? What's the general direction of this? Sure. Just kind of even on the comments of what you were just saying earlier, it's it with too often when election days, you know, either don't go away or something bad happens. Republican candidates and their consultants, they just pack up and leave and move on. This is part of the reason why we're in this place in 2022. And we have all these issues with our voting systems. Kerry is never going to do that. Our team is not going to do that. We are going to continue to fight to correct the just thousands and thousands of wrongdoings that we've seen in this election and bring to light the tens of thousands of voters who are disenfranchised with this shoddy election. And mainly because, Carrie said this to me, we are facing an existential crisis as a party. Our grassroots supporters do not have faith in the elections, nor should they. And if we don't fight now, then when? And so right now there's a lot of different things going on. Uh, I think we'll learn a lot more on Monday. You saw some things out of Cochise County happening where they're refusing to certify. We're looking to see what implications that will have on Maricopa County if they decide not to if they should decide not to certify, I don't really have that expectation. It's, you know, Katie Hobbs is in charge of the certification process, our, our opponent. And so she's going to fight this in every way. But I would hope that the courts end up stepping in to, to fight with this as well. It just seems to me that this thing is in such a mess. And you're having so many thousands of people coming forward, not just with their own individual stories, but process stories. And, you know, you've got a manual. The manual says how you're supposed to run this thing. And these guys are calling audibles. You know, when the systems break down, which is, there's no reason, like, how could it possibly break down at that moment? How could you have not thought this thing through, right? Particularly when you know that Kerry Lake's voters are coming out on game day for months and months and months, whether it's Mike Lindell or everybody, because they don't trust the system. 
And so there's no problem in the system up, and then you have this massive outpouring on, on game day, and immediately the system breaks down, and they come out, and what they tell you is all uncoordinated. None of it makes sense. They're making it up as they go along, and they have a thick manual promulgated under the signature of, wait for it, Katie Hobbs. There's a, there's a way to do things. And yet you look at that and compare it to everything else, and they just kind of threw the manual out and made it up. And, in fact, it, it, it'll be brought up, I'm sure, in your filings or however you guys decide to do it. The uh, I think the attorney for Maricopa County was sitting there going, hey, I, you know, you can't." one of the reasons they didn't want to extend hours, I think he actually said to extend voter fraud or whatever because people are just running around going to different locations. There was a process. That process is supposed to be – that process – if uh, if executed upon uh, Ms. Wren is what you can have an election that can be certified. If you decide to just throw that process out because you have issues that you should have taken care of on the machines, but you just can't throw the process out and make it up as you go along. That's disenfranchisement because certain people will be treated certain ways and other people are not to be treated other ways. And some people are just going to go, you know, people don't have time to wait three and a half hours or two and a half hours in line. And when they see it, that's absolute in-your-face voter suppression. And these clowns at Maricopa County who are an absolute disgrace, and this is why I say for Arizona, this is playing out all over the world. So this is going to affect investments later on. This is going to affect people's wanting to come to Arizona. This is not a Republican issue. This is not a MAGA issue. This is not a, this is not a independent or Democratic issue. This is an issue for all Arizonans and, quite frankly, everybody in the country, that we have to get our arms around exactly what happened, the facts of what happened in Arizona, particularly Maricopa County. You just come out of the blue. You mentioned it. Cochise County, just last night in the middle of the night, hey, we don't know if we can certify. We got we got we got some questions we got to ask. And I hear with my contacts in these other counties, there's just as big issues. And these and yep. these people that have tried to run the elections and they're going, hey, we got to do a review of this. Your, your your thoughts and observations, ma'am. Yeah, it's it's just it's ridiculous. Can you imagine if this had happened in Philadelphia or Detroit and inner city, you know, Democrats have been disenfranchised on election day? I mean, my God, like the DOJ would have, I don't know, some percentage. Let's say forty eight percent of the eighty seven thousand armed IRS agents they would have out there trying to figure out what the heck's going on. So it is just the the um, double standard is ridiculous. And even the the media downplaying this too and saying, oh well, the, you know, they're screaming about forty eight percent of of uh, ballot places went went down on election day, but fifty two percent, you know, were were working and operable. You could go to the next one. Like what? If you would you get on a plane where forty eight percent of the you know basically half of the engine was working. But- Okay, like but I, hold no. on. Just, but hang on, hang on. But hang on. That's the heart of it. Go back to the manual. It's just not that you can. You're not a free agent. You're not a floater. You just can't right. float, right? He came yeah. out and said, "Well, if you live in Tempe, you can work in the surprise." But there's a process when you check in, yeah. right? The whole thing of spoil ballots in the, in the in the ledger. This is my point. It the will not tell well, us fi- check in, check fi- 52%, 52%. I said, well, hang on. But that's just a general overall percentage. First yeah. off, how possibly could you prepare for two years for game day and have 48% of the machines have technical malfunctions? Carolyn Wren. Well, tell you, Steve, well we just sent – our attorneys just sent a letter. You know, this is one, of, one million letters. We're just filing off of them and document things. But, um, you know, that the, the company that these machines have failed is a company out of Japan, and they recalled these machines in 2021. 
that Maricopa County was absolutely aware of this fact. So one thing we want to know, when did they become aware that this company had recalled these machines because they weren't working? We should know that. And when they started to not work throughout the week, and in fact, I came on your show and said that on October 12th, when they started early voting, that there were no issues that were reported. And some of these reporters in Arizona who are now basically acting as spokesmen for Maricopa County, it is hilarious. I'm like, why don't you actually go ask these questions? But they kind of actually ended up making a really good point that we hadn't thought of, because if on the 12th, October 12th, there were no issues, and then these ballots were being sent to MedTech, which is a centralized place. We now know through some of our poll observers that, and let me get this number so I'm correct, 44 polling locations that opened on the 28th um, had about four or about 43% of them did have issues. And there was 12 polling locations that opened uh, about the 10 days rolling up that had these same printer issues. And we now have sworn affidavits that said that they were aware of these problems. And now we want to know, okay, so if you were aware of them between the 12th and leading up until election day, what did you do to fix it? Because the percentage was going up each day. And then you put more of these machines out that you knew would fail. And there were really simple like setting changes that you could make. None of them were checked. So it is getting it is now to me cross the point of this is incompetence and it has to at some point be malice. Like it is just unbelievable. And every time the media tries to push back on us and say, Oh, this is a trail, like you're actually proving our point more. There is no way that anyone could argue that this was a well-run election. And Cleta Mitchell put out an excellent report this morning that everyone should go and look at. She has observers and election workers all throughout Maricopa. And 95% of the respondents said their concern with the election process was the voting technology. The observers were reporting chaos. Yeah. I mean, there is just so much information just, coming in. Hang on one second. We're going to hold you through the break. You're doing work. There's all types of affidavits coming in. What can people, because there's nobody outside of President Trump right now in the political world that um, is of more focus to the war room audience than uh, Ms. Carrie Lake of uh, Arizona. So um, it, 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 can you just kind of preview next week? I know you don't want to give away your legal strategy or anything like that, but I, I assume that we're going to see a little more of Carrie Lake on what we call Carrie Lake offense, the Carrie Lake attack mode. We are going to, yes. I think that um, she'll definitely be, be out and in front of this next week, uh, still waiting the lawyers, there's a couple different teams of lawyers who are trying to figure out what to do. There's different uh, suits to be brought. And you forget, there's there's a whole slate of candidates who are disenfranchised in this election, too. Abe Hamaday, the attorney general candidate that we desperately in, need in there, I think as of this morning is down 540 votes. He has a legal team that's looking at options. Mark Fencham is such a fighter and, you know, was absolutely disenfranchised in this election. Blake Masters, you should go to his Twitter page and see the things that he put out yesterday about Maricopa County. So it's um, the, the the delay is not that we're not fighting or not wanting to. It's that it's nuanced. There's a lot of candidates yes. here who's who worked for two years very hard and they deserve yeah. for every single legal vote to be counted and for no. to know exactly why and what, when, but, but, and but, how but, the but, but in front happened. of the world, we have to vet this. We owe this. This is bigger, just like the Trump movement now is bigger. Or the, what's happening in Mexico City is bigger and in Brazil is bigger than the Bolsonaros, yes. as great as they are and as much as I love them. The Trump movement here is bigger than President Trump as much as we love him and he's the leader and he's going to be our nominee in, in, in 24. Uh, this is bigger than Kerry Lake. This is bigger than Blake Masters. There's something so wrong in Arizona that has to be vetted in front of the, in front of the entire world. We need yeah. radical transparency. And, right. and, and people in Arizona, particularly the business community, if you think you're serving yourself by having a clown 
like this guy Bill Gates wander out there with that Fargo accent and and bidee 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 all that spin and gaslighting he does those days are over you have got to have full transparency and people have to know exactly what went on and they got to bring the receipts you know all the communication yep. that's why you know I I don't know if the courts take over this process but at some point in time and the Democrats deserve this as much as the Republicans so this this can't continue on. If the Republicans have won this, you should still do the exact same thing. This thing was just, it just stinks to high heaven. It's unprofessional. And I got to tell you, I I absolutely agree. At some level, they can't be just that incompetent, right? You know, Gates was part of this pack that was trying to stop candidates. It just, it's so absurd what happened. And not just that. Here's the thing. There was, this was under a spotlight from two years ago. You couldn't have put a bigger spotlight on anywhere but Arizona. They came up with a procedures, a detailed procedures manual. I'm not saying I agree with the procedures or not agree with the procedures. But my point is they went through a whole process. Remember, they tried to pass bills. Some things passed. A lot of stuff didn't. But they came up with procedures promulgated by Ms. Hobbs, right? right. Her per- if, if it's not by the book, why is it not by the book? You just can't call audibles. Bill Gates does not have some planetary power uh, to, to, to call audibles when people in their lives are going there to do something that, they, that, that is their basic civic duty, what Lincoln told us at Gettysburg, the unfinished work. The unfinished work was in Arizona on 8 November. That's why Lincoln's address about the war dead of Gettysburg wasn't just about the war dead. It was about the task and purpose of the war dead. OK, that is Arizona today. We can't let this go, and we won't let it go. And I don't care if every Republican consultant in the country screw you. I don't care what you have to say. Your people stabbed us in the back on that day. That's fine. We're big boys and girls. We'll deal with that. But don't sit there and lecture me that, that no, you got to get to the bottom of this. Here's why. You're going to have a ton of people, hardworking people, good people say, screw it. I'm just going to live my life. I'm just going to, I can't deal with it anymore. I'm going to live my life. If you lose that, you lose the country, and that's what they want. They want the exa- exhaustion. They want the demoralization. That's the purpose of this exercise from their perspective, and that's what we're never going to agree with, okay? Right. If we're going to go down, we're going to go down with a fight, and trust me, we ain't going down. And everybody says, oh, the big victory. Hey, you see the White House. You got, I got Zen Master Jean-Pierre. Hey, the first time they rattled her Zen calm was yesterday about the Hunter Biden thing. They are so nervous in the White House. You don't think in the Yorkist family, the thing about lawyering up right now on this thing, we're going to get to Ben's in a second. Caroline, how do people get to you? And particularly how they look forward to Monday, let's say. Yeah, and I think the reporters need to do their jobs. They aren't asking questions. The, the New York Times came to me and said they were working on a Maricopa County story. And I said, great, I've got so many questions you should ask. Maybe why did they use a Japanese printing company whose equipment was discontinued in 2021? Why won't you? Why won't Maricopa County release the number of voters who checked in and dropped off a mail-in ballot, which was then voided? Why was a curing extended in dim areas in Marico- outside of Maricopa County and not in Maricopa County uh, from this past Wednesday? How many drawer three ballots were never counted? When did the fading timing marks, did you discover that those were a problem during the process between October 12th and election day. And you know, and instead that they don't, they don't want to write. They won't ask any of these things. They want to know who our lawyers are and are we, which MAGA people are we working with? I'm like, who, who cares? Here's a hundred questions you should go be asking Maricopa. Right. So for right now, you know, we're putting a lot of things out at Carrie Lake War Room, Carrie, uh, at Carrie Lake, at Caroline Wren. We're throwing these, thing, these things out there and I'm hoping that some investigative reporters start picking these things up and really looking into it. 
Okay. Thank you. So Carrie Lake War Room. I guess my attorneys will probably talk to you guys this afternoon about no, just kidding. <laughs> we, couldn't help it. <laughs> what a what a what a homage. It's an homage. <laughs> we understand. Caroline Rent, thank you very much. Honored to have Thanks. you on here.